Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. A relatively anonymous environmental official from the Trump administration is in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Today on Parts Per Billion, we explain why and take a look at whether this official is now basically unemployable. Hello, and welcome back once again to Parts Per Billion, the environmental podcast from Bloomberg Law. I'm your host, David Schultz. So as an environmental policy nerd myself, there are some people I follow really closely, but who I would never think would gain prominence among the general public. For example, if I log on to Twitter and see Ben Grumbles trending, I'm going to be very, very surprised. But that's basically what happened last week with Jeffrey Bossert Clark, the top environmental attorney within the Trump administration's Department of Justice. Clark came to prominence when the New York Times reported late Friday that he was involved in a plan earlier this month to oust the acting attorney general and then use the Justice Department to give support to lawsuits challenging this November's election results. Almost instantly, Clark went from being a little-known environmental attorney to a key player in the ongoing drama over the former president's attempts to cling to power and delegitimize the election. Bloomberg Law's Ellen Gilmer, a familiar voice to many of you, was curious as to how Clark got mixed up in all of this and about what this could mean for his legal career moving forward. I spoke to Ellen about all of this and about how she found out that Clark was in the news. Well, it was Friday night of the week of inauguration, which was a busy week for all reporters, for everybody um, who's involved in the news. So I was finally sitting down on the couch after a very long week, scrolling through Twitter, and I see this New York Times bombshell about some Justice Department official. And the picture with the story is somebody I recognize. It looks like Jeffrey Bossert Clark. I'm like, that can't be Jeff Clark. I click on the story, and sure enough, it's the one and only Jeff Clark, head of the Environment and Natural Resources Division under President Trump. And that should give you an indication of how low key uh, he was in, in that it's it was just, you know, a surprise to see his photo on Twitter. And we'll get to that in a little bit about his, you know, stature. But first off, let's remind people what he actually did and what the Environment Division at DOJ does. The Environment Division handles uh, all of the uh, environmental litigation that the United States is involved in. So that's basically two different sides of things. First, they enforce all of the major environmental laws, um, the Clean Air Act, the Clean Water Act. They bring they bring cases to enforce against alleged violators. And the second piece is they defend 
environmental policies put forth by the Interior Department, the EPA, and other agencies. And we cover that a lot because, you know, whenever anyone sues the EPA or the Interior Department, we follow those lawsuits very closely. And his division is the one that defends uh, those agencies. He's basically the EPA's uh, defense attorney to sort of oversimplify it, right? More or less. He leads a team of, of lawyers within the Justice Department, and he has told us and, and others many times his primary goal as head of the Environment Division is to or was to defend the Trump administration's agenda. Okay, so let's get into the latest news. You mentioned there was a big bombshell New York Times story. For the people who haven't seen it, uh, can you summarize what the story said uh, what it alleged that uh, Jeff Clark did and how Jeff himself responded. So the reports, which were based on uh, on the record, but anonymous sources, said there was a plot to oust acting attorney general Rosen uh, and to replace him with what the New York Times called a Trump loyalist uh, who would use the Justice Department's resources to challenge uh, the election results in Georgia. So the uh, DOJ official who was allegedly that Trump loyalist was Jeffrey Bossert Clark, and he has confirmed that he did have a meeting with the president. Uh, That much he has acknowledged, but he otherwise says the New York Times story includes various inaccuracies. Um, He hasn't gone into detail about what those inaccuracies are, uh, except that he says there was no plan on his part to oust Jeff Rosen. Got it. So let's go back to what you were mentioning earlier, that you were really surprised to see his photo uh, while you were uh, doing some uh, weekend doom scrolling on uh, on Twitter, as we all do. Um, why why were you surprised? And what does that say about his stature? I mean, I guess uh, what it implies is that he was not really a very high level, well-known type person in the in the Trump administration, right? Well, he was fairly high level. He was the assistant attorney general um, overseeing the environment division, but there are many assistant attorneys general, um, and it's a few tiers down from attorney general. So he was a Trump appointee, Senate confirmed. So in that regard, you know, he he was certainly important, but um, he did not, he was not the face of the agency. Uh, He was not, certainly not a household name. and he kind of flew under the radar for people outside of environment circles. Like nobody outside of environment circles would know who Jeff Clark is, except maybe in the final few months of his time at DOJ, where he was filling in as acting head of the civil division, in addition to his environment division duties. Well, let's talk about people within environment circles. Um, you know, do the uh, environmental activists and the environmental attorneys that you spoke with were they really surprised to see that Clark had been kind of mixed up in all of this? Or were they, you know, is this something that wasn't surprising to them? People were shocked. Uh, I My phone started blowing up on Friday night after this news came out from people, um, former colleagues of Jeff Clark, along with, you know, legal adversaries uh, and other people in environmental circles who just thought that Jeff was extremely conservative um, in his legal views, but didn't see uh, this election issue. They didn't see him going this far into this election issue um, in the in the way that the New York Times story alleges. Your industry is unique. 
It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. You need a company with extensive experience in specialized insurance. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and helping provide coverage that suits your needs. The Hartford offers insurance solutions that help mid to large sized businesses like yours effectively manage risk from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. With extensive experience in underwriting, risk engineering services, and claims, the Hartford goes beyond the expected to deliver innovative, customizable solutions and service that your industry, that your business demands. At the Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how the Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Let's talk about the consequences for Clark himself. You did some great reporting to advance this story where you talked about, you know, how this could affect Clark's career moving forward, um, you know, now that he's out of the administration. Can you talk a little bit about that, you know, and what you learned? Yes. So first of all, um, before Jeff Clark has time to think about any career consequences. He has to deal with uh, some investigations uh, that are going to be underway from the Senate and inside the Justice Department into what what went on here. Um, Jeff Clark resigned January 14th, which was uh, a little less than a week before President Biden was inaugurated. At the time, he he didn't have any any uh, job plans nailed down. And now, in addition to the Senate investigation, uh, the Senate investigation and the DOJ investigation, he's going to have to deal with potential ethics complaints, um, some uh, legal ethics experts who we talked to, law professors, said that, especially during the Trump era, members of the public are really mobilized on legal ethics issues. And if they see something, especially from a government lawyer, that seems potentially, you know, askew, they are a lot more savvy about filing bar complaints. So Jeff Clark is a member of the D.C. bar. Um, it's conceivable some members of the public could file bar complaints if they see some of Jeff Clark's alleged actions as violating the rules of professional conduct for lawyers. Um, so that would be a matter for the D.C. bar. And the people we talked to had some different points of view about whether such complaints would be successful. And when there is a bar complaint, there's like a big range of consequences that can range from very minor to very severe. The other consequence that Jeff Clark will have to deal with is just like uh, his marketability as a, as a lawyer um, getting a new job. Um, and that is uh, a more tangible, immediate consequence of, of all of this. Um, one recruit legal industry recruiting expert we talked to described him, described Clark as being radioactive in the wake of, of the New York Times story in that, you know, law firms, traditional big law law firms are not going to want to bring this guy on board and send out a press release and say, hey, look at this, this great DOJ lawyer we hired, which would normally be what happens when you leave DOJ as a high-ranking official. Right. That's what you had some great stuff in your story about that, where it's like, you know, law firms, especially in big law, would be falling all over themselves to get an alumni of DOJ on board. And in this case, 
you know, they don't, it seems like they might not want to go near him. I mean, it's just amazing. And it's certainly possible the dynamic will change as um, details come out as a result of the investigations and as there's more clarity about what actually happened. Uh, but for now, at least, uh, there's a really big cloud over his head um, in terms of the, the job market. So let's talk about broader the broader issues for big law. Um, you know, typically when there's a change in administration, a lot of uh, alumni from the outgoing administration finds a, a very lucrative home within these big law firms. Um, but as we just talked about with Jeff Clark, he may have some trouble doing that. Do you think there'll be other Trump alumni who also face difficulty in getting that typical like corporate law uh, law firm job? It depends. I think uh, any lawyers who um, from from the Trump administration who have some close connection to challenging the election or um, some sort of connection to the Capitol riot for whatever reason, those would definitely be um, people who law firms are going to want to avoid for a while, probably. Uh, But I think other people won't have a hard time like just packaging themselves as a traditional conservative lawyer, because I think that's what a lot of them are. Um, And there might be a little bit of pushback um, or a little bit of hesitance on the part of some uh, especially cautious law firms. Um, But for the most part, I think they're going to want to hire a a lot of those folks who who just kind of stayed in their lane of whatever policy issue it was they were working on during the Trump administration and didn't stray into these other really... um, controversial and uh and and difficult issues that was bloomberg law's alan gilmer and that'll do it for today's episode of parts per billion if you want more environmental news check us out on twitter we use the handle at environment just that it's at environment i'm at david b schultz if you want to let me know that some other random person is in the news let's say i don't know joel bovey ken kaposis um Jim Jones, who knows? Uh, today's episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself and Josh Block. Parts Per Billion was created by Jessica Coombs and Rachel Daigle. The music for today's episode is A Message by Jazar and The Quest by Tom Hillock and Nicholas Boscovich. They were used under a Creative Commons license. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Those nine justices in Washington, they can be pretty hard to keep track of. That's where we come in. I'm Jordan Rubin. And I'm Kimberly Robinson. On our podcast, Cases and Controversies, we give you a week-by-week accounting of the Supreme Court. The filings, the arguments, the opinions, and much, much more. So check in on Fridays with Cases and Controversies to find out what's coming up on the horizon at the Supreme Court. Download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. 
Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.